Whether you're a guy in a cape. It's been a really long time. Or a rogue who's sneaky. I forgot the words. Join myself, Chris. And Roger. As we entertain the geeky. I feel like we can bring the energy up a little bit. It's been a fucking month. Guys, what's going on? Dude, it has been a month. It's been way too long. So, you know, I was working on that best of episode. Yeah. Listening to a lot of old episodes. Audacity does not, does not placate very well to clipping and putting things on. No, you got to go to the original media files. Like, no. So I did. I'd, I'd go to the original media files and I'd try to cut and paste and do all that. It just didn't work right. Okay. I spent like... Five hours one day, just sitting there clicking and doing that while Courtney was sleeping, and I could not, I could not get it to go. Fair enough. All right, so let's talk the big, big news because fuck that. Let's go straight to it. Okay. Fox, Disney. Yeah. Fuck that. I'm about it. Are you you about Disney owning everything? Well, Disney already owns everything. Not my X Men. They're they're gonna. The only good thing that can come from this whole thing is we'll see Wolverine in a yellow suit. Or Deadpool. No, Deadpool's dead. Like, Disney will not do an R-rated superhero movie. They won't do it. Uh, maybe we'll get a Deadpool Netflix series. I don't want a Deadpool Netflix series. I want Deadpool to stay with Ryan Reynolds in these hour-and-a-half, two-hour movies. Funny. Done. You know what would be funny about that, though? So there is a huge opportunity there to break down the fourth wall. Interesting. Um, because all these movie rights changing, he could be like, wow, you look different. You know what would be awesome? <laughs> If, like, in Deadpool 2, the end credit is, is, like, if this deal doesn't go through, like, you see you see Deadpool, Ryan Reynolds walking around wearing a Mickey Mouse hat. He sets it down. He's, like, maybe next year. Yeah. You know? That'd be Something awesome. like that. Or, uh, I thought I was going to get to meet Robert Downey Jr. Yeah. Where's Iron Man? That'd be hysterical. Chris, like, okay, so here you go. More fourth wall break. He meets Chris Evans as Captain America, and he goes, hey, weren't you on fire one time? Oh, that'd be great because as a that's, Fox That's character. what happened, yeah. yeah. But, I mean, I don't like it. I, I'd be okay with them getting Fantastic Four because I think Fantastic Four would work awesome with the Avengers. I still don't. X-Men, no. I think it could be very well integrated. Um, Infinity War teaser. Ah! No, not teaser. That's a full-blown trailer. It is, but it's good. Is it? Yeah, I'm excited. Are you? Yeah. You know, I watched that trailer and you know what I thought about? It's just a big fight scene. Yeah. Yeah, I don't get it. I'm out. Oh, I'll wait. I'll oh wait. God, Roger! I'm not. Look, I've waited so long for Infinity War. Yeah, like they've pushed it back so many times. I mean, it's not been pushed back that pushed many it, times. Yeah, twice. Yeah, that's not twice. That. That's and a it, lot. It was a couple of months. It was, no, no, because originally Infinity War was supposed to be Avengers two, and they're like, wait, let's build this whole no, universe. No, no, no. Infinity War was supposed to be part one and two. Let's do this whole universe. Because Age of Ultron was. They announced that they they showed a whole lineup, and Infinity War was in it. Infinity War was supposed to be before that. No, it wasn't. Yeah, it was. No, it wasn't. Yes, originally, that, no. that was the first pushback when they went, we're going to do Age of Ultron next. No, no, yeah. they had already announced yeah. Age of Ultron, which was, meh. Oh, no, Age of Ultron oh. was bad. Hold on. Here, it hold on. It was bad. Let's talk about this. So, Joss Whedon, I heard, might have been fired from doing Batgirl. Uh, so, that rumor's not true. It's I, not? Okay. No, I read the story. It's not true, but... I had a conversation with, with uh, Zach C. Mm-hmm. about this when he was in town. And I had this whole thing. I was like, look, I get that Joss Whedon's a piece of shit. Like, right? Like, he cheated Dick on his wife. Yeah. yeah, cheated on his wife, did all that stuff. But does that mean he's still not a champion for women's right? Can't you still be like, I think women should be treated better? And maybe it, he was treating women too well. Maybe. I mean, no. I, <laughs> it's a weird thing to sit there and say you're a piece of shit because you cheated on your wife. But on the same token, the ideas he stood for, the whole women empowerment thing, could still be true. Oh, no, absolutely. Now, um, you don't cheat on your wife. 
No, like you're I mean, definitely taken away. Like from Jasmine women's definitely empowerment did that. With that. And and until we find out more, like if it's just that he cheated <laughs> on his wife, if if he pulled a full on Harvey Weinstein, we got a problem. Yeah. Like we got a big problem at that point. But right now he just he cheated on his wife. He's like every other douchebag in Hollywood. Right? Yeah, I basically. Yeah. Fucking fucking Brad Pitt cheats on his wife cheats on Jennifer Aniston and everyone's like, Oh, that sucks. But you got Angelina, Angelina Jolie. Jolie. Yeah. Good for you, you know? One well, apparently there was And Ben Affleck and Jennifer Gardner. That one was a mess, man. Still is a mess. Apparently. She's mm-hmm. dating somebody else now, I, I read. Yeah, but she doesn't have an acting career. No. No, it's sad. Um, I see her on those commercials all the time. What's in your wallet? So, have you seen the previews for Bright? On Will Netflix? Smith? Yes. Will, like this weird urban fantasy it detective movie? Yeah, um, it looks good. Now, do you, do you know that the reason Deadshot's in that is because David Ayer directed it? No. So I'm watching it, and they're they're like from the guy that brought you Suicide Squad, and I was like, David Ayer directed this, and then I'm like, it makes sense. That's why Will Smith is in it. Well, interesting. So uh, someone put a meme after Justice League, you know, kind of bombed. Yeah. And they're like, quit blaming the movies, quit blaming the directors, quit blaming the writers, and it's this guy right here, the head of WB. He's who you need to be mad about. Yeah. Some Asian fuck. You know what's funny about that is everybody's like, we want to see Zack Snyder's cut. And it's like, you fucking pissed on all of his other movies. We saw Zack Snyder's cut. It was called Batman vs. Superman. And it was bad. I mean, the director's cut was okay. It was okay. Like, yeah, the biggest problem is studio interference. And it was the same thing with Suicide Squad. Yeah, if if, if WB, if DC, if the DC universe is going to stand as film, then studio interference needs to go away. I will say this about DC, though. They are still, like... Like, Jason O'Toole's biggest complaint about Justice League was they threw a lot of nods in for fans of the comic book, but they didn't explain it to the people who never read the comics. Yeah. I'm okay with that. I truly am. No, those are Easter eggs for fans. Right. You know, I'm okay with that. Like, Marvel, the reason Marvel works so well as a a cinematic universe is they're pretty much saying, fuck the fans that read the comics. We're going to dumb down our stories. We're going to make it more more general-based. You still get get nods to fans, though. Small nods. But um, they, but they, but a lot of the nods they still explain. To an extent, yeah, yeah. And DC's like, fuck that. You know who this guy is. You read the comics. You're, you're welcome. good to go. Exactly. Yeah. And I, I will applaud DC for that. I, I, I mean, I think, I think all these studios that are doing superhero movies do that. Yeah. Well, they, they nod to the fans. Not, yeah, but Marvel. Even, even Fox nods to the fans. More so, Ryan Reynolds. Yeah, no, no. Ryan Reynolds nods to the fans, and Ryan Reynolds only nods to the fans of of, of Deadpool because he gets it. Like, like it, it, it's very weird when you get an actor who loves a character so much that like they, he loves Deadpool. What's funny about that is Deadpool is such a young character. Like, if you really want to get down like, to the nitty-gritty, 90, 92. Yeah. 92. He's so, young. He's he's one year older than Jurassic Park, you've got which means I would bone Deadpool. You've got a baby character, though. Yeah. And that's, like, that's unreal um, yeah. because that character is, I mean, that's almost 30 years ago now. Okay. Yeah, we're, we're old. Uh, we're old. We're old as fuck. But, um, like, when you talk about how old some of these other characters are. 60s, 50s. 40s. Dude, did you watch, real quickly, have you been watching AMC's uh, The Real Story? No. Uh, Robert Kirkman, like, every episode is about different comic book characters are a time in comic book history. Wonder Woman was fucked up. Mm-hmm. Uh, they did the whole Superman thing. Like, like they're really cool little, like, hour-long documentaries about comics it's amazing it's on amc it's on amc comes on monday nights they, they they've done f- five episodes now nice the, i've only seen i haven't watched the new one but it was the first one was wonder woman okay 
Then it was Stan Lee and Jack Kirby. Oh, wow. Yeah, and it was like, Stan Lee kind of comes off like a dick. No, uh, if you if you look back on the history of that, yeah. Yeah, yeah Stan Lee's kind of a dick. Then they did... Um, I don't think Stan Lee is a dick. No, but the way the way his... There was his, a time... His story is not the nicest thing. No, there was a time when he was kind of... I don't think you. I think saying he was a dick is a bad thing. He's a businessman. Well, no, he wasn't even a businessman. He was the the figurehead, like he was the guy that went out and been like Spider Man's this, X Men's this, and Jack Kirby was the one in the background Creating them, doing these things, making it happen. Yeah, and I could see where in the seventies and eighties where that split happened, where Jack Kirby's not getting the credit because Stan Lee's out there. He's the PR whore. And Jack Kirby's just the guy in the background doing the work. God, we're going to piss people off with that. Why? It's true. No, it is. No, it's abs- true. If you watch, you can watch documentaries about Stan Lee. That, I mean, he's a legend. He, no, Stan Lee did his work. And Stan Lee worked hard in the beginning. And Stan Lee still works hard in comics. Stan Lee, yeah. So, did you know that uh, Stan Lee, that, that's his pen name. Because mm-hmm. um, he did not want his real name yeah, he, to be associated with comics. He wanted the right novels. And now, now, he can't get Stan Lee it. is... I mean, he's the man. He is. and Stan the Man Lee. It's not... Uh, we're not saying Stan Lee didn't work hard. We're saying Stan Lee had a role. He was the PR whore for Marvel. Yeah. And it, it, he's, the, he's essentially the Queen of England. And, and, and in comic books, like, like especially Marvel, it was Stan Lee, Jack Kirby, Steve Ditko. These are the guys that made Marvel what it was. Yeah. And Stan Lee got the credit. Now, he deserves it. But Absolutely. So did, but so did Jack Kirby and Steve Ditko. And they're now getting that recognition... But in the 70s and the 80s, it was all Stan Lee. Jack, you never saw Jack Kirby go out and do interviews. You never saw him do these things because he what that wasn't his part. I think the I think the 80s, uh, it was also a different time. It was. People wanted a figurehead then. And he and Stanley did a good job. And he was that. So you can't. You, I'm not saying he was a dick. I mean, but he kind of. It, I can see how history could view him as a dick. Oh, absolutely. No, if you if you seriously go back and watch like any documentary about. Mm-hmm. How Marvel Comics came to be, it, you're like fuck. Stan Lee was uh, cutthroat, right? And he, but he wasn't. <laughs> he was just that was his job. He was doing his job. Jack was doing his job. Steve was doing his job. And feelings got hurt as it got big. Then they did one on Superman. Man, those guys got fucked. Oh yeah, they got fucked hard. Like DC is not a good place to work if, if you created Superman. It was from the from the sixties. To Christopher Reeves' movie, these guys made no money off Superman. Like, they got really? fired. The guy, uh, Joel Schuster, went back to work for DC, and he was writing Superman again because his wife begged DC to take him back. Um, and he, he would send storylines. He's like, hey, let's do, let's do this. Let's do this. And DC would be shooting him down, saying, that's not going to work. That's not Superman anymore. They took, they took the characters, the creators' names off of Superman until the movie came out. You got to tip your hat to his wife on that one too, yeah. though. No, but but he like like the other creator was a delivery boy had a hundred dollars. That's insane. Like, he dropped a package off to DC Comics, and the and his old boss saw him. And he's like, "Where's your coat?" He's like, "Dude, I, I I can't afford a coat." He reached into his wallet, gave him fifty bucks, and said, "Go buy a coat." Oh my god! Instead of hey, you created Superman, the biggest superhero ever, our poster child, who, who's making us a shit ton of money. Come back, let's do this right now. They're like, "Go buy a coat." And his action comics number one, you can sell for a couple million dollars. Yeah, and then the only reason they got credit is they, um, oh god, what's his name? I can't. Mark Wade? No, not Mark Wade. Uh, one another famous comic creator was like, "This is wrong." Took up the mantle. It was like these guys created Superman. They created Superman long before DC picked him up, and they're not. And they're they're 
they're, they're da 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 da. You know, you're making a, a, a these guys a, are legends. You're basically. making a blockbuster movie, and you're not giving them any credit. So you know, finally they strike a deal. They settle out of court for a bunch of money, and the the two creators sat down. They were invited to the premiere of Superman. No recognition, none of that. You know, none like here are the creators. Yay! They're sitting down in the film, and they see Superman created by, and then their their names. And that's a big deal. And like, yeah, that was it right there. That was. Their final recognition that, hey, we did something. Well, that's one of the special things that uh, James Gunn did for the creator of Rocket Raccoon. Yeah. Well, he um, took, because he's got, he's got, he's with cerebral palsy or? Uh, he, very, very sickly. So, but yeah. he Ours did uh, multiple sclerosis. It, it's one of those degenerative diseases. Yeah. And he sat down, did the, uh, hey, you get to watch this movie first. Yeah. In the hospital with him. Like, how cool is that? Well, and, and he was very happy with Rocket Raccoon. Like, like, like in Brock. We, comic books have an image Image did a lot for this, but comic books have, the way the, the publishing treats their creators has changed so much. It used to be you created the character, cool, here's your here's your salary. Yeah. You get no nothing. And Image came around and said, you know what? You created the character, you created the storylines, you own these rights. We're just going to publish your books. That's how it should be. Yeah, like we'll make money off selling these books, but any, you know, look how rich Robert Kirkman is because of The Walking Dead. That I, The Walking Dead is a crazy thing too because that potentially could have been nothing. It should have been nothing. It was a it was a shitty. Sorry, Walking Dead is a shitty comic book. Well, and it, well, oh, you want to talk about what's going to piss people off? If, if you Walking Dead is a shit comic book. If you look at the comic book though, like you could get twenty five cent mm-hmm. comics of Walking Dead one back in the day until the TV show came out. Until and then, the show boom. came out, like no, like like Walking Dead. It's not a it's not a well written comic. It's not that good. You you can you can go back and read that what eight ten years it's been going on, and there are a few moments that stick out. Invincible was good though. Invincible was good. Robert Kirkman can write, but I'm just saying Walking Dead's not that good. It's not his masterpiece. It's not. It's just the one that got famous. It's the one that that, that they ran. With. And it's because of our society's fascination with zombies. Well, and it, it struck so at the right weird. time. You had 28 Days Later coming out, or yeah, 28 Days yeah. Later. Like he hit right at that moment where zombies blew up. And the TV show is done. Again. With, yeah, and the TV show is done with the TV show is done. And, yeah. That's though the Though the, the viewership of this season is down a lot. I think it's time to put a pin in it. No, this season's really good, though. I'm not saying that it's not a good season. I'm saying it's probably time. No, this season's really good, though. I mean, it's because they're, they're not talking about zombies. It's all about killing Negan. <laughs> it's all it's about. It's about war. <laughs> like, like this, whole, this whole season has been like one fucking day so far. Really? Yeah, it's just been like one long fucking day. Did uh, did you ever get to watch Punisher on Netflix? I'm halfway through it right now. It's good. Yeah. Oh, you just want to piss in love. No, I... It's a good show. It's a good show, um, and I get that they had to update Frank Castle because obviously a Vietnam vet doesn't work. Correct. But I don't... <clears throat> taking... Having his family killed by the military as opposed to the mafia, it's like, then why are you fighting crime? Because the military was the mafia in this one. I mean, no, no, no. I mean, they, they, they've done a good job. Well, like, I get why you're against the military. I get that. But where do you go after that? I mean, why, it, why, you, why are you turning the it's war not on even, crime? It's not even so much uh, the military. No, it's, 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 it's the it's, privatization of the military. Right. So you have these people that are selling but, heroin. But I mean, they not, are mobsters. But that's not, you know, like, like, like they, they, they threw bones to people at Red Punch, like the Guccini families in it, which is from... Uh, Oh fuck! 
Steve Dillon and uh, Garth Ennis's run was the Guccini family. Yeah. So you're getting nods like that, but it's like at the end of the season, I'm not there yet. Uh, but I, I just don't see how you turn from fighting the, these, these privatized military organizations to war on crime where you're killing drug dealers in the street or rapists or anything. Like that. It's just the motivation's not there. Well, like, a lot, a lot of it we you don't understand. Like I, I honestly, I've thoroughly enjoyed it. No, it's a good show. It's just it's not the Punisher. It is. Nah. You can be as pissed off as you want. It's I'm not the bad. I'm enjoying watching it. It's it's a very action oriented show. It's the best. Honestly, it's better than Daredevil. Ooh. It's it's the Ooh. best Netflix show they've done. Like Daredevil, while Daredevil's really good, the second season took away from what I enjoyed about Daredevil. I you know what? The second season of Daredevil was not as good as no. the first season. And the first season was like this amazing character study between Matt Murdock and Kingpin and, and it was well, the action was there, but it wasn't about the action. It was about the character study. And with the second season of Daredevil and Defenders, it turned more into what the action was about. Now, Punisher, Punisher being an action show, because that's, that's the fuck. The opening scene is that he shoots a guy in Mexico while he's getting a blowjob. I mean, come on. I love episode one when he's smashing people's heads in with hammers. Yeah. That that's the Punisher. Sick. That's the Punisher. <laughs> And it's an action-oriented show. There's some character development. And I really enjoy it. I love the way him and Get him and Gadget don't get along. Oh, it's fantastic. Uh, like, right, like, like, well, because there's a huge conflict between them in the comics. Mm-hmm. Huge. Mm-hmm. Um, Which is something that Punisher Warzone just was like, oh, no, they're buddies. They're sidekicks. Yeah. Now, uh, Jigsaw. As soon as Billy pops up, I was like, Tara, that's Jigsaw. That's his, yeah, I, I was like, hey, guess what? That, guy, that guy's going to be a bad guy. He's going to be disfigured. and uh, Which I haven't got there yet. Yeah, well, well like, I mean, like, you know it's I, coming. I, yeah, he's still, he's still... The pretty boy. He's still the pretty boy that's like, listen, guy who almost shot your dad, you can't be part of my military. Though, in my mind, that's the guy you want. Yeah, I get it. You're not there, though. I'm not there. Because shit happens. Does it? Oh, yeah. Like, the last episode I watched <laughs> is when that guy got, uh, was told he couldn't serve. Yeah. And, and then I fell asleep. Like, it was one of those nights where, like, you're watching a show, and, like, it's 11, and all of a sudden you're asleep, and you wake up to... I woke up to the detective... Not the detective, the head lady boning the one guy. Yeah. And Billy. Courtney... Yeah, and Courtney was like, hey, hey, she's fucking that guy again. And I was like, I, I don't know. Again? I don't know. I don't know what's going so, on. So, um, you can tell... Uh, I'm not going to spoil anything for you, but you can tell the Vietnam vet is really getting to that kid. Right. In the meetings. Which is weird. It's a Vietnam vet. Because that's what, that's what Frank was. It's a nod. Frank was a Vietnam vet who just went nuts and started killing people after his family died. It's a nod. But, yeah, yeah the Vietnam vet's getting to him, and that, that all takes off. Um, what else we got? Oh, and then another thing. Because we're talking comics. That other sh- that show, History Of, they did an episode that really, f- that really stuck with me. It was how comics dealt with 9-11. Oh, my gosh. Like, 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 like a whole issue. Like, it was a whole hour-long documentary. And it wasn't about the terrorist attack. It wasn't about the politics. It was about, this is what we did. And Captain America was the one that went through the most change. And I was like, I never realized that. It was, because at that time, we all came together. And we had the Spider-Man Black issue. Yeah. And all the, everyone came together. Marvel did an amazing run with heroes. And last... Co- and, 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 Vill- and Villains, even. And They're Dr. like... Dr. Doom cried. cried. He's like... And he's it's like, not supposed to be like He's this. destroyed New York how many times? And he's like, mm-mm. But, and then you see Captain America, who's the symbol of patriotism. And, and for a year, Captain America was it. He was like, we're taking Al-Qaeda, we're doing this, we're doing that. <laughs> and then 
public opinion started moving away from the uniform 9-11 camaraderie to what the fuck is going on. Yeah. And then that's when Captain America hit his stride because he was still this patriot. He was still fighting for what happened in New York, but he started distrusting the people in charge, which was a very interesting... I never realized that that like that's what made Captain America that's what he a, is That's today. a precursor for Civil War. It is. Yeah. And that, and that, and that was an amazing... It's good writing. Yeah. It's good writing. Way for Marvel to stick stick to everything. There. The, the way that... Uh, 9-11 did unify the country for about a week it, it was we had like a year man yeah it was it was it was a weird you have a president who everybody complains about and his approval ratings were like 90 percent or something stupid yeah um, but then you know there's i'm not saying there wasn't other stuff that happened but like but you, then you have you have that initial and marvel did it good yeah. like they did that some serious and dc justice. tried it's just dc it didn't work because dc doesn't take place in America. Yeah. I mean, it does, but it's Gotham. It's and its, its own. It's, it's Metropolis, and it's yeah. It's not. It's not New York City, which is where the Avengers are. It's where. It's where all the crime in America with supervillains happen is New York City until a superhero decides to move to Austin. You've got Austin. You've got California. Like no. they're all over. But now. you notice. You notice back in the day it was here's all the supervillains here, and we never had a supervillain just show up in like. Wichita until there was a superhero there. Yeah, and now all of a sudden there's supervillains. Well, that that was uh, that was one of the things that made Scarlet Spider really good. Uh, yeah, because two with Kane, now. Houston. Yeah, yeah, he's in Houston. Because uh, it was like, hey, well, he was running, he's running from the government, and then he's like, well, I'll, you know, I guess they need me here. I'm not a superhero though, and that was his thing. I'm well, not a hero. But then when you had Daredevil move to California, that was insane. Oh, that was awesome. It was insane. That yeah. was a good run. Marvel does a good job. Now I want to read comics again. Marvel does a good job. You know how many times I've heard you bitch about Marvel? Yeah, I know. They do a good job. They do a good job. I can still bitch about them. You just want to complain. I'm That's saying, all it is. I'm just saying. And, and now that Disney owns everything. Disney owns the world. When are we going to bust that up? Like, like, honestly. So, real quickly. Let's end, let's end on the Star Wars. Yeah, well, I was going to say, because here... Star Wars is the biggest thing that Disney yeah, gets so, out of that. So, so let's, let's end on the Star Wars note and talk about why, I, why Disney getting more power scares me. So the average the average movie studio asks for fifty percent of ticket sales for, for showing a movie from a theater. Yep. All right. Disney for Star Wars Episode Seven is asking for seventy five percent. Jeez. You have to show the film for four weeks before. If not, they get an extra ten percent of ticket sales, which doesn't sound like a big deal when you when you live in a city like St. Louis where there's a thousand movie places around, but when you're dealing with a lot of rural areas with one, maybe two screens. Half the town goes and sees Star Wars within the first two weeks. Now that theater is stuck showing Star... And they have to run it. They have to run it. So they're stuck with empty theaters just playing Star Wars. You know what's funny is, because uh, I moved recently, there's there's a one-room cinema called the Melba. Yeah. Um, they play a movie for a week. Yeah. And that, that's how a lot of these small theaters That's how do you it. have to. And Star like so you've got a backlash of these small theaters saying we're not going to run Star Wars, and Disney doesn't care. And who does that hurt? It doesn't hurt. It doesn't hurt St. Louis. It doesn't hurt Texas. It doesn't. But it does hurt that that middle part of the country where it is those one room theaters that are like, hey, I'll, I'll pay your seventy five percent. That's bullshit. But we'll pay it. But we just want to run it for a week, well, so, so so everyone can see it. So this movie theater that I'm talking about, tickets for a movie are four bucks. Yeah. 
So if you're talking ticket sales there, these guys wouldn't make dick. No, and they're, and, and, and they're not, which, which is why popcorn's outrageous and all that. And I, and, and I get it, Disney, you know, you make Star Wars. It's going to be the biggest movie this year. It's going to be the biggest movie of all of 2017. That's the year we're in, right? Yeah. But at what point do you stop and say, we're not, we're not hurting, we're, we're no longer just making money, we're actually hurting you should our want, fans. As, as a company, you should want as many eyes on that movie as possible. Here's why. It goes past the initial ticket sales. It does. Merchandising, all that stuff. Like You're going to make more money Star on all Wars, this shit. Star Wars toy sales are down. Toy sales are down. Toy it's sales it's are toy down. sales yeah, in general. But, but but Star Wars Star Wars is Star Wars for the longest time was the. Do you know toy. why? Because, because to get to now? get a fu- to get the fucking BB-8 toy is one hundred and thirty dollars. That's insane. That's obscene. Like you'll have a couple of rich kids that get it, and then it's all adults buying it. But so you're 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 hurting your movie sales, and especially in these rural areas with the one screens. Those are the people that go to Walmart and buy your Star Wars toys. Those are the ones that do that, and 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 how they get their kids to do that is they show them the movie. You get them stoked. But now, <coughs> but now you got theaters that are they're like we can't afford to show Star Wars. We cannot afford it. That's and and that right there is the downsize of Disney getting too big. It might be time to start talking about the monopoly laws. Uh, I you know what's a shame is the monopoly laws won't mean anything to anybody. And what's crazy, what's really crazy about this, not to get political, but you've got the president runs around all the time bitching about the media. Right. Um, so when you've got a company that owns half of the media, like yeah. Disney. And they're getting ready to buy another big chunk. <laughs> they're not going to get uh, Fox Media rights. Uh, not, not news rights. It's, it's well, going to be... Uh, <clears throat> the news is the news. But, but, when you're, but when you look at like as media as a whole, Disney's going to end up owning... Everything. How long until they buy Warner Brothers? Exactly. Like, well, so, so then you got <laughs> Sony, which the fuck does Sony do? They don't really do movies now. You've got Sony did. Sony struck the most brilliant deal in movie yeah. history with, with, Spider-Man. with Spider-Man, and that was and that was just to keep their studio doors open. Because Ghostbusters didn't do it. No, Ghostbusters sucked. Um, um, and then you've got. You know, so, but that's so, uh, that was brilliant. You well, can use this character. Can we make the movie? You get to make the movie. Right. <laughs> pay me all this money for a character you created. Well, I mean, it, it, it wasn't even pay us all this money. Let us use the character, or we'll let you use the character. You make our movie so that everything works, and we'll make money because you guys make good movies. Yeah. I mean, that, that was fucking brilliant. Disney just... Disney's just growing too big. I, I don't disagree at all. And... It, Star Wars shows the dangers of this. It really is. You have a monopoly that makes millions and billions and billions of dollars in, on a franchise. And all the, what it boils down to is two and a half hours to watch a movie that you want to take your kids to. You know, what's crazy is this grab that Disney's making is for old Star Wars rights mm-hmm. and Marvel characters. Which, okay. That's it. That you know what Disney had a chance to, to to license Star Wars the first go around, and they said no. They should have. But they said no because they didn't want to spend the money. Fox said yes, and now Fox has the rights to the old Star Wars. Sorry, you snooze, you lose. It's 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 wild, man. We gotta go, guys. Stay geeky.